What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the afternoon to you, Greg. How you doing, buddy? I'm excellent. How are you? I am well. I'm well. Yeah? Yeah. You're hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. Let's see if you're hanging in there after we get to what we're talking about to start with. Don't worry about that. Of course, over there. I said, excuse me, I have the floor. Over there, in some great glasses, the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globetrotting, headshotting, rootin' tootin', nitro rifle from Twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. Uh, Good afternoon. Good to see you, too. I'm ready for your UN address here in a second. And then, of course, he's Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. Feeling great today, Greg. Great afternoon to you and all involved. Thank you. Great afternoon to everybody involved. You know what I mean? Here's what we're going to do. Andy Cortez, I've said for years, you're the most even keel of all of us. You understand the world in a way that just water off a duck's back. You know what I mean? Nothing gets to you. You kind of are like the watcher, except you only see our universe and only from your room and only what we tell you and what we show I just, you. I just observe, yeah. That makes sense. If I'm not as told you know, something, I don't know about it. So that's kind of not like the watcher. As you know, Andy, <laughs> we are hurtling towards October 14th when we are all reintroduced to each other. You know what I mean? We're all put Smells. back into the same zoo display. All of us come back into the new studio. We have a great time. It's going to be a marathon stream. Everybody go watch the promo video and get excited for us to be back together in the new studio. Andy, I have terrible news about two people we work with. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Here we go. All right. Snowbike Mike and Nick Scarpino. Mm -hmm. I would believe the problem with both of them is psychosis. And I think Nick is lower on the problem scale, but oh. both need to be addressed on this episode of the kind of funny podcast. So Andy, okay. as the watcher of our world, I turn to you and I say, who do you want to start with? I mean, it's one of those, like I'm trying to compare this to, do you want the bad or good news first? But like, they're sure. both just awful. So yeah, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Nick first. I guess I'll go with Mike first. And we can talk about Nick who's here in the room with us. Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. That makes more sense. Are you aware, Andy, Nick, and Tim, that Snowbike Mike is a psychopath? Yeah, we know. Mm -hmm. Well aware. Yeah, Yeah, we understand. What's your founding evidence of this, Nick? Uh, I have a couple pieces that have, have, uh, you know, shown themselves over the years. Sure. Uh, One of which is he refers to everyone as his best friend. Uh, Until that person's not in the room anymore. And then they're no no longer his best friend. Then they're jabronis. Then they're jabronis. Then they're just jabronis. Okay. Uh, I thought for the longest time that I was in Mike's good graces uh, yeah. until it got back to me uh, that yeah, behind my back uh, and unbeknownst to anyone else, he referred to me as limp, both metaphorically and physically. It was uh, now if I could quote, it was limp back, limp dick. Holy shit. Yes. I also uh, love that Nick just said that he referred to one of his supervisors. metaphorically limp. <laughs> Yes, like, uh, you know, spiritually, figuratively, metaphorically, uh, (laughs) uh, limp. Uh, And I do, I just know Mike. I know that Mike, uh, for instance, here's a perfect example. We talked yeah. to him a lot. I spent yeah. a lot of time. But it's like, him. I understand that he's got the character. You know mm. what I mean? The tarantulas, no. the not picking up the statue from Andy's house. Like, I understand mm. all of yeah. that. No, those but it's are like, a different ball that's game. That's not a thing, dude. I have had the pleasure and at times horror of driving Mike 
on long journeys twice in the past week. All right. Sure. Once to go see some WWE stuff. Wants to go down to an electronic arts tour because he's a big EA fan. All right. It's hard to even <laughs> put you in the right mindset it's for it. What you're doing, yeah. but on the way, I pick him up at his house to go to see Monday Night Raw. Tim, do we have a great time on Monday Night Raw? We had a great time watching Monday Night Raw, Greg. When we he comes out of the house and he's got the sweatshirt under his arm, balled up, and I'm like, great move. You know, you, you live in the Bay, you know, whether five minutes from wherever you are might be a different microclimate. You got to be, you got to layer, you got to be 100%. ready. Mm-hmm. Sweatshirt under his arm, t-shirt on, his basketball shorts on. And I'm like, all right, let's rock Monday night raw. He asked us, he asked me, Andy, should I wear jeans to this? Yeah, and we all yeah. said, yes, you should wear jeans. Because not only is it going to be chilly outside, but it's going to be chilly in that arena. Right, so you're right, telling right, me he right. didn't wear the fucking jeans that he asked oh, no. for advice for? He was laden in those BBSs, man. God damn it. We get to San Jose. And I park the car. And we're meeting up with Tim G and Cool Greg at a little restaurant, a fine dining establishment called BJ's Brew House. Love it. We go in there. You know, time didn't work out for us to eat there. We'll eat at the thing, the arena. But we, we BS around. We say, hey, to everybody, we're happy to be there. We walk back out. Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, I want to get my sweatshirt from the car. I'm like, of course. Cool Greg comes over with us. Marvel's at my amazing mini. Uh, G and Tim go off to their car to get something else. I assume to feed the dogs they probably had in the trunk. Surprised he didn't leave his phone in the car. And we get there. And I open the trunk to let Mike get his stuff, or maybe it was in the back seat. I was pulling something out of my trunk to show Cool Greg. I have Ghostbuster magnets I put on the side of my car. Don't worry about them. And while we're, we, I, I show Cool Greg the mini dressed up as the Ecto-1. He loves it. I walk to the back, and Mike comes from the back door over to the back of the trunk and is conversating with us, at which point he puts his sweatshirt and jeans into the open trunk mm-hmm. And takes off his basketball shorts yeah. in the parking lot of BJ's Brew House. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another group of five or so individuals come by and do the look of that's a grown man in his boxer shorts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. his jockeys, mm-hmm. in the parking lot of the BJ's Brew House here in San Jose. And Mike puts on his pants, his jeans, does the belt, tosses his clothes into the back of the car we shut it me him and cool guy walk back to tim and gia and walk to the show and have a lovely time and this is never brought up this is never mentioned in public conversation so so this very much seems like uh something that you do maybe when you're picked up from basketball practice and you don't have time in the fifth grade in the fifth grade sure (laughs) yeah um again i'm not sure what was preventing him from just wearing them the whole time if anything, yeah. he just made things more inconvenient for him. That's this one morning. The... God. I pick Mike up to go to a professional engagement to represent kind of funny mm-hmm. for this EA thing around some other journos and stuff and yada, yada, yada. And the man walks out. He's already talking to Kevin out there with Cecil. Cecil looking great, by the way, Kevin. Just a shout out. Thank to you. you. Thank and you. You look great, Kevin. But Cecil Thank you. Great. <laughs> I like that Cecil baby's like trying to turn around his life. <laughs> I haven't seen Cecil, I think, in a long time. Mike walks out, basketball shorts on, sweatshirt under his arm, and puts it in the back of the car, climbs in the car. We have a lovely ride down to EA. We pull in the parking lot. We get out, I stretch. 
I see Brittany Brombrocker walk by. I'm like, hey, Brittany. She's mm-hmm. like, hey. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I come to the back of the car. And Mike opens the back seat and pulls out his sweatshirt and his pants and takes <laughs> off his basketball shorts in the parking lot of EA. Mm-hmm. He's just standing there in his boxers and puts on the, great, the great brand new undies jeans he though. just bought. Huh? I said great me undies. I don't know if you saw them. Great me undies, of course. Me undies are always great. Yeah. Use the promo code kind of funny. And uh, he puts these jeans on, you know, tightens the belt. And we walk in and I don't say anything about it. And so then we go to In-N-Out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh my I, really, I really feel like right now me and Nick are the parents because we uh-huh. deal with Mike the most. All the time. Yeah. And yeah. Nick is the principal, or Greg is the principal at school telling yeah. us all the shit that our son did. We're just like, this fucking kid, dude. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him either. <laughs> right. At this point, we're just beat down by it, and we just, we just accept it. We got a dud. No, see, see, here, here's the thing, guys. Here's the things. You guys are the divorced parents that are just like, kind of let him do what he wants. Because I'm the other parent that like, I'm I like, now. you know what I mean? Like, I'm like I trying have to bond to, with him. I have I'm like, to... what did your parents do to you? No, you I, so like, fucked up? We went out to dinner yesterday. I was like, put on jeans. You're going to need them. And he was like, okay. And went inside, put on jeans. Like, we, I, I don't let him mess around with me when we're going. I'm like, wear, wear people clothes. You know what I mean? Is this I, one so of those things, things we, Kevin, where it's like, you're not you know, uh, certain households, certain cultures, you know, n- no shoes in the house. Is it like a no jeans in the car thing? <laughs> what is that? So this My, morning well, I came I out. Him. That's what I asked him. We get to in and out. We're having a, a lovely meal here, of course, with the, the dynamite in and out. And we're recapping the tour we saw at EA. They have this really cool display of all their games through the years. Mike took a photo with the Sims couch. He's having a great time. Oh. And I say to him, or he says to me, what surprised you about this event? And I said, well, two things. <laughs> Number one, you ordered an In-N-Out burger with just spread. I don't see that often. That sounds that's a delicious move, and I'm glad you enjoy it. And number two, what is up with the stripping to the boxer shorts in the parking lot of wherever we are and putting on jeans? And he goes, "Oh, you know, I hate jeans." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, yeah, sure. I know. I, I, you hate jeans that much that you won't wear for the 30 minute car ride the jeans." He's like, "No, I want to minimize all my time in these jeans. I will not wear the jeans. I'll absolutely have to wear the jeans." Yeah, I he's like it. big mike he's like big mike will drive across the country in jeans it's outrageous you wear your jeans all the time well, well yes i'm an adult this is what i mean like <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate jeans my mm-hmm. my thighs aren't so supple and soft and they are supple and soft Andy. don't worry about that if you're gonna do any erotic fiction tonight right you will know when you write it supple and soft thighs over here all right supple it's really soft, funny soft, greg soft, because a bit of an acne problem on the inside of thigh but that's another conversation yeah what's yeah. Here, hold on let me just write down some notes real quick one sec supple and soft thighs there we go all right thank mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. tim back to you mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. surprises me that you're talking so much shit about basketball shorts i know it's a roundabout i'm not talking, talking shit about, about basketball I, I understand shorts. i understand that is, let's, let's be fair here how many mizzou pairs are, i have a 22 year old pair up there i'm, 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 I'm wearing basketball shit. shorts right now yeah sure i'm wearing a variation on and them. if we Nick went always to dinner, though, would you change oh on God, the sidewalk Jesus, out Nick, of them into the jeans to walk into the restaurant that's that's where the problem lies no no i wear jeans all the time like i it's just it's a part of life. I think acting like these jeans are maybe we're making you wear a collared shirt that's too tight at Best Buy. And as soon as you get off the clock, you're like, I fucking hate this shirt. Like, that's one, like, it, they're just jeans. It's, uh, he's so weird. He's so, I, I really feel like it's, we, we, we found um, somebody in, um, in a sort of civilization where just things are done completely different. Yeah. <laughs> and, like Tahoe is this yeah. community where just the certain customs are just, you know, done weirder. Like maybe they, 
uh, I don't know, wash their food in the tub or something, like, or wash their dishes in the tub. Like, sure, I just feel sure, like sure. there's just a lot Pontoon of weird. Pete thing. and him are over there, and they put a garbage disposal in the shower so they yep. can do all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. under the yeah. sink, Nancy. Uh, Mike bought a new um, keyboard the other day to play games on. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't have any of the buttons on it. It's just a blank keyboard. Oh, it doesn't say. Oh, the, it doesn't say the buttons. It's gotcha. just one of those cool That's keyboards cool. that relies on. Okay, it would be. <laughs> it would be okay. okay. Cool if you okay. know where the buttons. Are. Cool if you know where the buttons are. Mike says, and I quote: "I have to look at the keyboard to type things. I cannot look away. I don't know where any of the buttons are." That's so that troubling. keyboard is yeah. basically like taking. I have to imagine it was probably what forty, fifty bucks, something like that, maybe a little bit more. Just taking it and burning it. Because Mike is not going to use that keyboard again. He, he used it one time. It was frustrating. It's going to get moved over to the 4K. I want you to know the shock and horror in the ER, or the ERGs, the EAPR person who was giving us the tour today's face when Mike was like, oh, man, The Sims. I love The Sims. He's like, really? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, no. He buys all the expansions. Uh, and he's like, mm. really? And Mike's like, oh, my God, all of them. I love this one. Yeah. And I'm like, we've told him that we can get them for, for free from you. And he, he's like, I will. And the PR is like, I will introduce you to people. You so don't Mr. have Sim. to do this. No, Mike, um, you don't get what Mike, how Mike gets off. He loves not, he loves buying those expansion packs. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll need the floor cleared. Um, Everybody clear comms. Andy Cortez is, is coming through. This is Andy Cortez. Is this a story that uh, maybe uh, Kevin will pop in and kind of clarify some information? I, I've been here the whole time. Just want to make that clear to everyone. Oh, of course. No, no, no. Of course. Of course. I think he needs Nick. to pop on. To, you're, this is of where course. you're allowed to talk. Usually we don't uh, like you to talk. Oh, okay. I'm well, just no, hiding. It's one of those uh, things, Kevin, I'm under where Nick's I was making... armpit. Kevin is one. Oh, there you are. I see. <laughs> I do see. There you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tiny Kev! <laughs> you know, when... I mean, when everybody went to Lake Tahoe for Labor Day... Um, Mike had to pack a lot of people into his house. Mm. A lot of mm. people had to find places to sleep. Mm. So <laughs> oh, this Mike, is good. This is Mike really needed good. some space to sleep. God damn it, so Mike God. slept in his car. Because mm -hmm. there apparently was no room to sleep in his house. So Mike slept in his it, car. Also, to be clear, there was definitely room for him to sleep in his house. Mm -hmm. And yeah, of course. So he slept in his car. And then when approached with the question... That man, that must have sucked for you, Mike. You, you always sleep naked. He says, "No, I still slept naked in the car." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he slept naked in his car with his. And I'm, I'm going, Mike. That's f fucking insane. And he's like, "The blankets are wrapped around me. What does it matter? Like the blankets are still wrapped around me." Mm -hmm. Imagine middle of the night. Roger wakes up. He's knocking on the glass. You know, he's got to. He's got to wake up, Mike, because I don't know blessing fell down twisted his ankle got his hand stuck in the toilet we need a plumber right now <laughs> and the jaws of life he knocks on this mike sits up out of his cocoon just shirtless like what's going on and uh, and that's what i'm saying but he he, he wait, assured me greg that the blanket was wrapped around him but i'm like mike blankets do shit you're in the middle of the night when yeah. you're asleep maybe yeah. maybe you may have felt safer because you were sleeping in a car like a fucking nutcase you decided to sleep in a car because your house apparently had no room. But um, yeah, that's another one of the more recent stories that I am just 
bewildered Andy, by. Andy, Go before ahead, Nick goes, if if I can, I do want to yeah. give you we a little it, bit more. We did invite you in like a vampire. Mm -hmm. We can't stop it now. We uh we don't have to imagine what would happen when someone went to wake him up. I went to wake him up in the morning at 8 a.m. <laughs> and let me tell you, he was flipped in all kinds of ways. He looked mm -hmm. like he was a sex worker that had been killed mid-job. Wow. and left in the car Jeez, okay. that's what it looked that's yeah. what it looked like i would have taken a photo if you know there wasn't it's so like much exposed skin <laughs> i just love the idea of snowbike mike just buns up kevin knocking on the door and it's just these like these no, toasty like, little cheeks that his like arm was like down. up top his legs were for both bent the wrong way he oh looked very God. uncomfortable he loved it he said it was great so I was, was totally with Mike where I'm just like, let the man wear his shorts, whatever. Mike, you took it too far. You took it too far, bro. So the nude sleeping or the changing in public in the par public parking lot? The nude sleeping. The changing in public. Boxers are boxers. See, I, see, I firmly can, stand by. That's fine. Can I defend Here's Mike what we're going to do. Here? We have an employee handbook. We're just going to have to add a line that if you're at an official kind of funny work event, just put the pants on before you get to the parking lot of the place we're going to go for. All right. That's the, all I'm saying. Put that might be the one line in the sand I'd like to draw, Tim. All right. I, Don't sleep naked if you're like at a hotel for a company work event either. Here's what I'll <laughs> or say. Or in though. a car. Here's what I'll say. To, to, to Don't defend... sleep in a car either. No. <laughs> Wait, Don't sleep naked at a hotel with a company work event if you have a roommate's period. Um, I'd say if you well, if you have a roommate, yeah. Like okay, if you're cool. doubling so up. Because I'll sleep naked at a hotel event where they were like doing work at but if i'm that causes problems you can't wait, wait, Andy, everyone, real quick. keep your willies in your pants everybody how's that cause problems the door you knock on the door i get up i put on the robe i come over there i look through the peephole i go what do you want <laughs> i don't open the door right away <laughs> go, shut wait. the fuck up it's night it's night time <laughs> <laughs> question for andy is it okay to sleep naked if you've talked to your roommate about it in the, no, the hotel no no, 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 no. it's no. actually right, not okay to talk to your roommate if me, if me and Mike are in a room, we both want to sleep naked and we consent to it. Like, I mean, I don't yeah. something to think about now. And now something now adults, I don't know if know? we can tell you not to if you're both. Exactly. I mean, this is how we're it. comfortable. Yeah, that's, and, I mean, that's the tough now, one there is that once you ask the question, the other person can feel too uncomfortable to say exactly no, no. And then you you might feel pressured really into being like, yeah. I guess I got to consent yeah. to this or whatever. Yeah, I feel like I want to for problems that aren't there. It's a real I want, touchy I want, situation. Now that we're kind of getting all of these issues out uh, in the open, I'm glad that these are all kind of... Because we've been telling these stories on a lot of different podcasts, but it's nice to kind of get them all in one collective, right? This is, be, this is like the box set of what's wrong with Mike. <laughs> um, and um, th this is another story that I told a couple of weeks back that I had told on like a stream or something like that. It happened during a stream. Where Mike is telling me that he gets a random text message from a number he doesn't recognize, but he decides to converse with them instead of asking who this is because they know sure. it's Mike. Don't oh, he doesn't bad. know the phone number and he's people he's like, I decided to just Mike. go with it, I decided to just talk to them, and then they invited me out to the whatever lake or to some event or something. So I decided to go with and show up with people that he doesn't know who's texting him. And, and, and I'm like, first off, you were in San Francisco like two weeks ago. You didn't even call me. So fuck you. Now you're going to go to a <laughs> random event with people that you don't even know. <laughs> so like there's just there's a there's just it's like making 
a murderer, but like making a, a psycho. Like I, I just I need to we need to find a therapist or a psychoanalyst to kind of get in there and just be like, what is what do we need to rewire? You know. I don't. I, I feel like the damage is irreversible. At this point. yeah, the damage is done, and I also think that maybe we're trying to change something that's beautiful. You know, like you don't understand how the sun works, but you can stare into it, and it's super fun. It's. Not, I mean, lots of people understand cool. how the sun works. Well, my, the question <laughs> I have: gravity. Nick, we're not going to Summer Game Fest 2023 and having Mike in his boxer shorts as Jeff Keeley walks by outside. That's not. First that's off, the line. Of the first game. off, if that were to happen, oh God, please let me be anywhere near there so I can watch that. Hilarious. Second off. I think you guys are trying to change something that's 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 wonderful here, because when I think when I think about Snowbike Mike, it's not that I'm, it's not shocking to me that he sleeps naked. It would be shocking to not me if he didn't sleep naked. Like, what's more shocking to you? I like, love you, a good naked. You sleep. open up your car, your car, and Mike's there sleeping, or you open up your car and Mike's there sleeping, not naked. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, my fa- my favorite part of that story, though, Nick, is us chastising him. Mm-hmm. Because we we know how Mike is. He'll come into town. He'll disappear. Yeah. Without telling you anything. It's like, dude, you're, I'm, we're, you're visiting. I'm here to hang out with you. Now you're just, you're oh, back at the apartment. Like, what the fuck? How? So everybody's visiting him, which usually, Greg, you think that would put you in a, the host type mentality. Yeah, that would, that, that's where you want to take care of everybody, not mm-hmm. flee to your car and get naked. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to take care of everybody staying with you. You, you're going to hang out with them. You're all going to go back to your house together. I uh, thought Blessing, it was a bold move when I saw this whole troop going up to Snowbike Mike's house. Yeah, so at one point, Blessing mentions he wants to go out dancing and stuff. So, mm. um, <laughs> Which, did we ever Mike, talk about that? Mike? No, no, never. Mike uh, took him to the club. There. Mike took him to the club and then just bounced. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's defense was Andy. I got him to the point. I got him to the point. Yeah. yeah. And Blessy was like, All right, "Little yeah, bird, I think you got it from here." Blessy was like, "You dropped me off like I was your son at like at daycare or something." <laughs> like, it, and he was like, "Andy, I got him to the point, and then I could just bounce." It's like, no, but you stick around with like whatever they want to do. Here's... You're the host. You gotta kind of be there with them. Yeah, you know, like exactly. I notoriously don't love going out a whole lot. But I have someone staying at my house that's a personal friend of mine. Mm-hmm. If they want to go to a restaurant, I'm going to take them to the restaurant. I'm going to stick with them the whole time. And then we're going to so go saying, home back. You're saying you go through together. the door of the restaurant, you sit together. at the table with them, and you eat. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, so this is the restaurant. Have fun, brother. Uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> here's, here, here's what I'm going to say. You guys need to just recalibrate your expectation of how you no. talk to Mike. Because here's what happened. Last three weeks in a row, because Mike's been kind of around here for the last three weeks, moving in, yada, yada, yada. Hey, Nick, dude, what's going on with this comedy show tonight? I do a Wednesday comedy show every night down at Fish and Farm in the Financial District. 7 o'clock, he knows it. But I know Mike. What's going on, man? Can I come to this thing? JV's in town. Absolutely, you guys can come whenever you want. Uh, they, got, they got food at this restaurant? They do have food. They got a good burger? They got a great burger. How are the fries with the burger? Fries are par excellence. And I know in the back of my brain, the more details he asks for, Andy, the less likely he is that he's coming to this thing. Yo, how's the handicap parking? Not that much. He literally, I can't come. Uh, I can't he literally come. asked me. He'll about never the say that. Said, He'll never say he can't six, come. If you bring the car, free after six. The parking was when I was like, he's not coming. And then I text him the address. And I was like, I, I knew in the back of my brain. I'm like, no fucking way. I'm seeing Snowbike Mike tonight. Mm-hmm. Three Impossible. Weeks in a row. Haven't seen him. Have not yeah. seen Impossible. him. And, and, that's, and that all sort of started with, let's, with Achievement Hunter Live. When me, Tim, and Nick went to Achievement Hunter Live. Mm-hmm. And Mike wanted to come down. And we wanted him to host stuff. And uh, that was the, you know, several weeks leading up to it, Greg, there were a lot of kind of inquisitive 
you know, vibes. He's trying to find the I. one. He's trying to find the one reason. And he'd he be like, go. yeah. So these are cheap hunter guys. You like them, Andy? Like they're cool. And he he asked me that like three times. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, hoping cool. you'll say no, nah, they're racist. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then the, obviously the next day, that's when we got the message in Discord. Was like Mike isn't going to be showing up tonight. Uh, but then he ended up deciding to deciding against that, and he didn't end up coming down. Uh, but there was a lot of funny people in the Twitch chat when we were talking about this story, and somebody said, <laughs> Mike, when asking Andy about the new studio, so you like these kind of funny guys, Andy? Like, you want to... <laughs> <laughs> you like these guys they're cool guys like, yeah mike you've been working for us for three years just come down already for christ's sake oh my i get gosh. look i get it's it absolutely I think in mike's, ridiculous in, in mike's defense some of the stuff we're asking him to do is you know it's it's you're going out on a to wear pants risks. you're taking risks greg you yourself said you got an inner thigh problem going on right now with these uh with these pants that you're wearing so you never know when, when that's gonna happen i tweeted it out by the way uh greg i tweeted out soft and supple thighs Jesus Christ! Oh, really? Any context? Did you did you tag me in no. it? Did you stay there? My no, thighs? just stopped and supple thighs. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Do you, do you guys uh, want to yep. hear more about this Tahoe uh, uh, nightclub do. thing? Please do, please do. Yeah. So, Kevin, there's uh, nothing more I want to hear because this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes five, best friends gather on these microphones. Uh, we come together, we share stories, and we have a good time. If you want to be part of it and maybe share some questions, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunny. Over on Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunny, you can write in with your questions comments topics of discussion you can get the show ad free you can get it with the exclusive post show post show and you can be watching live as we record like madeline is lexi is and melissa are of course if you're watching live be part of the show there and keep talking telling your mic stories and things like that uh, however if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal of course you can support kind of funny for free over on the epic game store use the creator code kind of funny when you're buying anything on the epic game store maybe when you're playing uh fortnite and buying them v bucks on your playstation maybe when you're doing Rumbleverse on your xbox even if you're downloading a free game if you use the creator code kind of funny it helps us of course if you want to support this very specific show no big deal the kind of funny podcast posts each and every week on youtube.com slash kind of funny game kind of funny roostreet.com and podcast services around the globe of course you'd have to sit through the ads you wouldn't get the post show you couldn't be watching it live and all that jazz but you'd still have a good time no matter where you get it please like subscribe share and leave us a rating so other people can find it and go man mike's a weirdo uh, mm-hmm. housekeeping for you we are still reacting to she hulk there's a brand new episode up right now reacting to episode six is that right episode six that what it was? Yeah, it's episode yeah, six. YouTube.com slash kind of funny uh, podcast services around the globe. You can look for the kind of funny screencast and see our She Hulk reactions week by week until it leads up to MCU in review. Uh, remember, of course, the new studio is launching Friday, October 14th with a marathon stream. You don't want to miss it. Get ready for good times. Thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, David Hosenga, uh, Nathan Lamoth, Delaney Twining, Gordon McGuire, and Fargo Brady. Today, we're brought to you by Shopify and MeUndies. But before we tell you about that, Kevin, tell me the nightclub stuff. So the, the night starts, we're all about to leave. We had a full day. We were on a boat earlier that day. It was a lot of fun, but we're, we we take naps. Everyone kind of takes maybe like an hour nap. And Mike, um, did, Mike everyone, did Mike nap in the car? No, he napped. He, he had a little patio outside with a couple of lounge chairs that he napped at. Nice. Um, Does he nap naked? No, he was fully clothed. <laughs> middle of a but car I, right tim i want you to know i also woke him up from that nap i was like it's time to go get, get go get dressed 
Uh, we, we had a nightclub to go because uh, Roger Leanne's had never been to a nightclub. So Mike was like, dude, Nevada, it's a great nightclub. If we all to go together, I can get you guys in for free. No cover charge. And we're like, all right, sounds good. So we we go to leave his house. Everyone's ready. Mike's like leaving. We all walk out together and, and then like we walk a block and somebody's like, where the hell's Mike? So we had to send someone back to find out where Mike had disappeared to. He was still at his house. Nobody knows what he's he was doing at that point. He just decided. <laughs> as Hoping we nobody noticed walking, when he... Yeah, as we all were walking out, he stopped and just went back in. Uh, so we we got him, and then we walk over to to um, to like a casino to cross this certain area. And again, we and it happens. He's it a ha- this is, character, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, he totally what, is. But but here, why? Here's the thing, like, I think Mike is too nice for his own good. I think there's, like, 90% of the stuff that he ends up doing he doesn't want to do, but he doesn't want to say no to you. Yeah, but then he has no problem ghosting you mid... Nick, he has no problem (laughs) ghosting you midway through. Like, a nice person would wait and hang out with you and maybe look tired the whole time. But so we get into the casino that we're using to cut to another casino, and what happens? We start walking 20 feet. Somebody turns around and is like, where's Mike? And everyone's no. just standing there confused because literally he just disappeared. And I and I remember something he said. He's like, I remember he was telling me that he was thinking about getting a milkshake. So I was like, oh, I bet you he went to the little burger place right over here and getting a milkshake. So I walk over. Sure enough, he's just standing there, normal Mike face, waiting to get his milkshake. Um so I walk up to him. The store closes actually before he can get his milkshake. They're just like, yeah, line's closed. Everyone get out. So we keep walking. We go into the other casino where the nightclub is located. And he's like, let's do a couple spins of the big wheel. So we go and we, we you know, put down $10 on the big wheel and we're having a fun time. And yeah, sure enough, we look around. Mike and Blessing have disappeared. And it's like, all right, that's weird. So me and Roger Lianza, JD, and uh, Spaceman are all sitting there spinning the wheel a couple of times, and then kind of bored of it. So it was like, I, I guess, should we just go to the nightclub? So we go to the nightclub. There's a $10 char- like cover charge. Uh, me and Roger pay it, get inside, and we're waiting to get drinks. And I look over, and there's Blessing. And I'm like, oh, Blessing got in. So we talked to Blessing, and sure enough, Mike got him in. Mike brought him to nice. the door and like knew the guy and got him in. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Why did I pay ten dollars? No big deal. Everyone's like, where's Mike? Oh, he said he was gonna go spin the wheel. Like we just came from the wheel, so he's not there. Whatever. But what happens next is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Me and Blessing are on the dance floor, moving around a little bit, and I lean over to Bless, and I'm like, so what, what, what's the plan here? He's like, I think I'm about to have a dance off, and I'm like, what? He's like, I think that I'm about to have a dance off. Watch this, watch this. And he scoots over to these guys and he just, he's dancing with them. And suddenly, suddenly out of nowhere, a circle erupts. Everyone moves uni- like uniformly and creates this, I don't know, six foot circle where they're all kind of dancing around. And then one guy gets in there and he starts going. So he Bless initiated this. Yeah, He was Bless the initiated. dance assaulter. Yep. Wow. He was like, yeah, he like, it was, <laughs> you guys, it was so cool. It Did is, he win? Uh, according I to Roger, I, oh, I heard Roger Lanza, yeah, sure. I think someone else won, but 
He did a full handstand. He, he did what I'm going to call a headstand. That means no hands. He's just on his head, fucking moving back, like upside, you know, upside down. It was incredible. He floated. Incredible. <laughs> oh, and it's just, it's wild. I've never seen one of those in a nightclub. Like, let me also tell you that the floor was not clean, but everyone is on the floor moving around. And it was a full on dance off, like a real... <laughs> 10 person dance off everyone's taking turns i think because blessing initiated he was going like every other almost so he was like a competing against everyone and it was very impressive these people yeah, had moves just in case people don't know i am slacking you right now a video i see of blessing it i see doing it some popping and locking dancing over here kevin explaining a dance battle is like oh it just made my whole week guys like this is everything 100%. about that is just fantastic was mike so you guys lost mike no but mike at was any gone point, yeah. did mike did he ever see the dance battle? Uh, he did not see the dance battle. He heard tell of it, but look at Plesko. Yeah, look at Plesko. He was he was doing these things, but imagine, Greg, imagine these this. <laughs> but he's he's yeah. flipped all the way over just on his head. No, hands. show show us, Kevin. Flip his video. <laughs> no, that's too many steps. Don't do it. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, you you saw you saw you all heard Kevin think about it. Like, wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I can't. Oh, there we go. Plus is doing his thing. It looked a lot like that. A lot like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, it was uh, it was very impressive. And let me tell you, after the the, uh, competition completed, there wasn't a fight. Everyone kind of shook hands, and well, then no, I hope was... there would be a fight. That seems like something. Uh, that I could see that happening. I I could see that happening. You know what I mean? Really? Like if you're not happy with the results. In a dance situation, I, I feel like that's like watch too much Cobra Kai. That's such a context or a contest <laughs> of he, skill, but I feel like if you get outplayed, you got to be like, you know what? I was outplayed today. That was respect, like, you know. respect. It's like when I uh, when I'm faster than Andy in a foot race. He's just like, I get it. Mm, mm, did he say I get it, or did he not let that go for like it's not true four years? Because <laughs> I beat him. Uh, I mean, he's been too afraid to do it. He's been too afraid to race. Video me. proof of it. And, and in America, in America, in America, put it on the phone. Or, With yeah. without exaggerating, honestly, it felt like something out of Cobra Kai. It felt like there's this culture that suddenly I got a glimpse into. Well, all these people, like they knew what was going down. Very, and I don't believe any words were exchanged. There were a lot of nods the vibe. They knew. and eye contact, knew. eye contact. Right. They right. looked at each other in the eyes, and they right. knew this was about to go down. Um, really, really cool, and it, it brought us all back. We were at 100 after that. Great, great. I mean, I, you see something that amazing. I feel like that has to reinvigorate the soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. And I guess that's it for the Mike story so far. I mean, I know there's like. Oh, there's just so many more. A million other things. Oh, there's, that, there's so more. There, we're about make to make me, so many more I memories mean, and so many I mean, more horrible, horrible, you know, horrible stories. Aside from the fact that he has gotten to the airport parking lot and decided, I'm not going to go on this flight and just yeah. goes home. Yeah. Mm, mm. Like there's, that is, he's done I, that several times this year, apparently. I had a call with Mike yesterday where I was looking at the calendar, trying to schedule the rest of the year out, make sure everything was good. People weren't overworked. Everything's perfect. And I noticed something that felt a little bit off. It said Mike's off a day that I hadn't heard about. And I just wanted to clarify because sometimes people put things on the calendar accidentally or whatever. So I called him. I was like, look, totally cool. You can take that day off for sure. Just want to know, are you actually taking that day off? Classic Mike. He goes, well, I don't need to. And I'm like, well, I just told you you can. So don't don't worry about that. He's like, no, but like Tim, if it's going to cause problems, I'm like, it's not going to cause problems. I just need to know. And he's like, it's okay. I, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm going back to. I need to get on a flight and do this. Whatever. I was like, oh, did you book your flight already? No. And I'm like, okay. 
you you should book the flight. I'm telling you right now. He's like, no, I'll let you know when I get closer. And I'm like, no, 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 Mike. I need to know because I'm scheduling things. Let's just call it now. You're taking the day off. Go book your flight. He's like, nah, no matter what you say, I'm going to book the flight like last minute. It's what I do. And yeah. I'm like, Mike, you could just not do that. Like, it's that it simple. Right it's like, I want you to know you're making my life harder right now instead of just being like, cool. Yep. Done. It's like, and, no, yep. he's trying to like be helpful. And I'm like, you're hurting, Mike. And, you're and, hurting. And Tim, you're, we're going to give a glimpse into the kind of funny Patreon AMA for one question that was asked about who is, uh, everybody's got a little Stu Gotts in a Mandy who, who would kind of funny has it. Of course, Nick has a lot of Stu Gotts tendencies mm-hmm. from the Dan Levitard show, but Mike showing a lot. Um, and it, it reminds me of the time where for about two months, me and Barrett were under the under the assumption that Mike was going to be moving in with us, and oh, was so was Kevin. Two months. That was like six months. It was a long time, and it gets to a point Tim, where you you know that he just doesn't want to hurt feelings, but you're really just inconveniencing a lot of people. And the whole time, me and Barrett are like, "Well, we have other people that want to move in too, but like you know, we're we're going to give him priority, so like we'll just let him." And for the and eventually I was like I'd given up and I was like this he's not gonna move he just won't tell us and it's like hey you could tell me you're not gonna hurt my feelings just please let me know yeah yeah we'll we'll figure it we'll figure it out we'll figure it out and then never officially told me would just be like oh yeah I'm taking that spare bedroom in in Kevin's it's like you could have told me so long ago mm-hmm. and th- and we would have had so much weight <laughs> off of our minds so that we can move on to the next suitor or whatever. And a lot of it, I think, is like he he doesn't want to inconvenience you, therefore inconveniences you, you know, mm-hmm. comes from mm-hmm. a good place. He oh, for sure. Well, for sure. For sure. For sure. But he does yeah. bad and we have to punish him for it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not something. Yeah, it's something not something I want to encourage. But what yeah. I'm saying is like how many times going back to Greg's uh, parent teacher meeting analogy, which I really, really like, Greg. Greg, give yourself a gold star for that. Thank you. I'll take it. Actually, that was mine. You're a great dad. Yeah. Um, Fine, but okay. Okay. Well, Greg got there faster, like he um, did in that foot race. Mm. Thank you. Nick. That was really good. That was really good. I hate it. I hate that it was Incredible. good. So he he it started so from a dumb place, though. Yeah. This I, mother. We'll get to this motherfucker. Yeah. Next. We'll like, get to I'm this motherfucker. That subject has been talked about ad nauseum. Going back to that, I think you just hit a certain point with your with with your kid where you go. We just have to figure out another way to talk to that person. Right. Just gotta accept it. This you just it. gotta accept it, and you gotta just you gotta translate that and run it through. So like, we just need to know that if you want Mike to not do something, you just have to ask him very nicely to do it, and he won't do the thing. Uh, you have to know that if you ask Mike to show up someplace physically, just assume ninety eight percent chance he's not coming. Even if he says he's going to come, he's not coming. And also, above all else, if you are on a late-night Discord call with Mike mm-hmm. or we're playing mm-hmm. games and you're about to start the first game and he says the following words, and I quote, <laughs> I'll be right back, mm-hmm. he's, he's gone back. forever. He's gone. Yep. He's you won't gone. see him in for another 24 hours. Might be 24, might be forever. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. I every, learned that the hard way. <laughs> and every – all right. Um, yeah, I'm going to go get my food downstairs. All right. Well, later, Mike. We'll see you later then. You're yep. gone. That's just it. That's just it. I'll um, never forget. I'm on a Discord call. Mike's like, "Oh, I gotta get my chai latte, so I'll be right back." And ten minutes go by, fifteen minutes go by, and you're settled in for a night of gaming. I'm at a game, and I'm like, "Are we gonna?" I'm like, "Is Mike coming back?" And Washburn just laughs at me. He's like, <laughs> he's he's like "Oh, Nick, you fucking idiot! He's not. He's gone." 
Where does he go? I don't know. Probably to Nobody his car knows. to watch uh, Spider-Man on TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Greg, enough, what are your issues with Nick now? Well, my issues with Nick actually stem from patreon.com slash kind of funny, where, of course, you could go to be part of the show. You could go to get the show ad free. You could be watching live as we record it. You could get the post show. But speaking of ads, Greg Way, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by me, Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, MeUndies, head to toe for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives for entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Again, we've spent 39 minutes, almost 40 minutes here talking about, you can put your hand down, Nick, no one's going to call you, talking about Mike, right, <laughs> and all the problems he has. Right before we went live, Nick decided to lick an envelope, and he went in on this thing, but licked it like a little kitty cat. To yeah. which I said I made fun of him for, and he goes, "Andy, how do you lick an envelope? Andy, how do you lick an envelope?" I have a paper towel here. I'm going to demonstrate on. Sure. Okay. All right. What I do is I go into out into out, but it takes about two swipes because by the yeah. time you get through to the first one, the moisture is nearly yeah, gotta, gone on your tongue, so you have to redo it again. So I go, you re up. I go like that, and again, uh, 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 and I'll do that. That tickles a lot. Tickles. See now, now I'm going to say this. Can, may I? May I speak? You may speak now. I just also wanted to clarify, just to tack on to the Mike story. One of the times he was sleeping in his <laughs> oh, car God, naked, so really... he was watching. He watched down Periscope on his phone for the second time that night because I recommended that he watch it. Mm. Just throwing that out there. That's the kind of relationship Mike and I have. Nick, Two. real quick, now that you've brought up Mike, uh, yeah. would you believe that for the first like two Whatever hours, you're going to say yes, I believe it. He was in the car with the car on because he needed to charge his phone <laughs> oh die. my god he's gonna uh, die oh my god it was open he's it was uh, it was die. oxygen no he's fine he wasn't in the oh, garage man. or anything 
Um, no, but we just mean like that does not bode well for his future situations sure, sure. where survival is needed. <laughs> like so, the most common. Also, uh, so if, if, whenever I have like I have the chance, I'd like to talk about my uh, envelope licking technique. I think oh, sure. yeah, we're back find it interesting. So, you're very small. So though, right? I am all of my envelope, uh, my envelope uh, licking tendencies uh, come from fear of getting a paper cut on my tongue. Okay. Which I, I appreciate that because I'm in the same place. I'm yeah. I'm an Andy licker where I do middle out, middle out, like and then add extra. But I had a bad experience once. Don't need to get into details. Oh no. But it out. All right. Oh. And so since then I was just like, you know what? No, I'm playing it safe. So I go real slow with mm-hmm. just a little tip of my tongue. Uh, that's along it. That's what I do. So but, I do what what I did was I have calculated scientifically in my brain. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The exact amount of uh saliva that i need on my tongue to dart my tongue out move it a quarter of an inch dart it out and have that saliva spread out into the glue and then when i close it i get a perfect not too wet not too dry uh seal on that glue before i used to lick 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 and then I'd go back again then you're licking your own saliva oh no you can't double disgusting. back you can't double back that's gross no, so now what it looks back. like to everyone to to the uninitiated i don't have an envelope here yeah, it looks like this it just looks like this yeah, it's that's a quote on the cobbler. Like. Can, can we all yeah. can we all visually do it right yeah. now for like for audio listeners? We're all going to be doing our already three, two, one. Oh. Uh, see, I, do I, you, I don't do I the don't... flick. I'm more of just like well, I thought we're right there. We're all we were all imitating Nick. Mm. We weren't doing how we look an envelope yeah. synchronized. But I'm also not going to sit here and defend my envelope tendencies because I know <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm not going to defend them. I know it's weird. I know 90% of the shit that I that I do is weird. I know that I am like when you microwaved fucking parmesan cheese. Fucking weird. And then it was like, like why do, I don't understand. <laughs> my stomach hurts so bad after I ate a pound of microwaved mar- parmesan cheese. Come on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. I'm making fun of you, Nick, but I'm sitting. I was. I want to say real quick. There, I'm making fun of Nick, but I have, until the show started, uh, three halfly chewed bubble gums just here on their wrappers, waiting for me to rechew them. Jesus no. Christ, Andy, you got to stop that. that. What? You got to get your value out of the bubble gum. No, it's, uh, Lord. On the apple. Don't waste I, your food. You know. There was a, a a recording we did recently um, that involves Andy telling the story about, or Nick was talking about the Parmesan cheese and the microwave and all that stuff, and then Nick or Andy was going back and forth with him. <laughs> we had to listen to that back yesterday. So it was me and Nick in a Discord, and there is nothing quite like Nick clearly not paying attention to me <laughs> talking to him because he's listening to himself and laughing at what he is saying. <laughs> and I was like, Nick. I fucking love you. It, there's just something that is just so beautifully perfect. It's like he's supposed to be doing an audio test right now, and I was like, he gave up on that 15 seconds ago. He's, he's waiting for the content. funny. Like he just heard Andy make a joke. He's about. He knows he's about to make his own joke, and he needs to know what it is. And it got him. He got himself. We were the dynamic duo, Andy. They took it from oh us. my god! The other stream, we had a great stream. Uh, we have a lot of ideas for the HBO Last of Us show. We'll get to that later. Then. Oh, oh god. We have one idea that's fucking great. It's great. We'll talk about that later. Um, I I, I want to talk about my plane issues that I had over the week. Uh, I heard you almost fell out of the sky. Almost fell out. Um, well, first off, I'm going to start off the story with a story I never told that I had meant to tell that I um, happened back when I flew home. 
and I woke up to Mr. Cortez, you have been upgraded to first class. Oh, what? What? Got a free upgrade. They know to you first had a class. billboard. They know you had a billboard in Times Square. Then that they, this was the flight back to Texas when I flew home on vacation and visited my family uh, a couple months ago or whenever that was. And I tweeted about it and I was like, hey, you know, all brands out there, you know, my rate just went up. I just got a free upgrade to first class. Uh, and it, it, you know, it wasn't the nicest first class. It, it was a shitty small plane. Uh, it, it may as well not have been first class. The curtain behind me was maybe a foot long from the ceiling. Um, I, it was one of those planes that you walk into where like there's only a row of one seats on one side and the left side there's two row like two sets of seats two columns of seats yeah yeah it's a small uh, little puddle hopper sure 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 and it it was like a normal chair <laughs> yeah. i was just close closer to the pilot Lame. that's it was the biggest disappointment i like i i wanted to laugh in sadness as i was on this plane like laugh myself to tears to crying because I was so stoked to experience this. Because every time I walk by, I see those big ass seats, or or when you're on the yeah, shit, when you're on the fucking like jumbo fucking jets with the three rows of uh, three sections of mm -hmm. seating, you know, mm -hmm. um, I see those and they 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 can lay back with the fucking like thirty inch uh, OLED TV in front of them or whatever. Like it looks so luxurious and and this like there was no, there was no TV. It was just, it was a chair where I had maybe four more inches of leg room. It you was this, it. and we don't need that. We don't like, need that leg room. Here's the thing: like I am so glad none of you were on this plane with me, oh. <laughs> because like you would have been like, "Wow, Andy got upgraded to first class," and I'm talking shit the whole time, man. I'm sure, talking shit sure. that I'm about to take this first class flight, and what's separating me? And the peons, peasants behind me is a curtain, curtain this long, <laughs> this long, oh. the length of my head from the ceiling. Yeah. It was a fucking, I felt so embarrassed, dude. <laughs> like I was so excited. And I was like, I was like, what sucks the most about it is like, this was my one. This was the one. I'm probably never going to get upgraded. People like fly their whole lives and never get upgraded. Never get upgraded. This was my one upgrade that I'm going to get probably mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And it was a free upgrade to first class. And it just, it was a normal ass chair, except I had nobody sitting to my, to the right of me, which was just the aisle anyway, because, Oh God, it was so embarrassing, dude. I felt so embarrassed on this fucking Andy, shitty little flight. Andy, let me explain. Why did you feel embarrassed? Before. Were you talking shit to the people like around you before you got on? I understand if we were there. No, yeah, it's like inter it's internal embarrassment because I was tweeting about it. I was talking shit. Gotcha. I was, you know, I'm a, gotcha. I'm, a I'm big shit status now. Himself. I was on Times Square. You know, uh, I have a very popular liked comment on one of Selena Gomez's TikToks. Hugely. Popular. I'm big shit. You know. And uh, and this definitely felt less than than that. Um, it was it was pretty. Yeah, it, for what I hyped myself up to thinking it was going to be, I was hoping it would at least be like the big seat with the nice like leather and like the it just wasn't that. You know, when I talk about the seat, I'm talking like I, I picture the amount of like space that Professor X has. Sure. You know, on yeah, his, yeah, you, know, you want like, a real first. That, what, yeah. that happened to me and Tim once when we were flying to Missouri for the Mizzou video. We had a connecting flight in this, the one to Mizzou. We got it, we had first class, and it was like, fuck yeah. And we got there, and yeah, it was a tiny ass plane. We were just in the front. We had lots of leg room. 
Because of course, me and Tim are so tall. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, see, so, yeah, same here. I have to yeah. deal with that all the time. Yeah, well, this is mainly for Nick, something he would never know. You know, he just kicks what? his little feet trying to touch the ground. But like mm-hmm. me and Tim had it, we they could like stools. look into the cockpit. That was <laughs> they have stools. They have footrests. They have ottomans. <laughs> Andy, Andy, here's what I'm going to tell you. I, I, I want to take a little, a little jump back into the history of kind of funny because okay. I feel your pain. I feel I know what it's like to feel embarrassed at an airline. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there used to be an airline called Virgin America. Oh, don't be hurts. Tim and Greg, unbeknownst to me, were like, we're going unbeknownst to, to you. Literally unbe- fuck off, Nick. Unbeknownst to me. On, they're like, <laughs> we're like, we are going to get, blood. We are no, gonna I believe get him. I believe these him. super cool Chase Sapphire cards that are yeah. linked to Virgin. And we've we know someone who knows something, and that's going to get us this incredible status. Andy, they had like triple first class, silver, gold, platinum status. That's Meanwhile, awesome. I'm sitting back here. I don't know what's going on. And it was never so apparent to me than when we'd go through like um, the security and I would be in the normal person line and I would be like, hey, guys, you know, there's like only like five people in this normal person line. Do you guys just want to? He doesn't like wait with me or whatever. And Greg, the second, <laughs> the second his fucking converse hits airport soil, just wouldn't pay any attention to me. Greg look me. Greg in an airport looks like he always has a people mover underneath him. He's so fast. He's, <laughs> so, he's just, he's just gliding. So he's gliding he's so past fast. everybody. So I'm in my quickly. element, guys. This is where yeah. I was meant to be. All right. And it's yeah. it's possibly I was meant to be in the sky. It could potentially be because one of the perks of being a virgin American platinum status holder is they just fucking carry you from place to place. Like they would be like, it's time to board the plane, and Greg would just elevate over to first class and sit down. <laughs> sure. And then Andy, I like the picture here, like I was he, left, and he goes horizontal. I was a <laughs> <stock> <laughs> holder. Now, I will say this all of that stuff that I just said was mostly made up, and as you can tell by Tim's face. Whoa, but weird. the thing that was not made up. <laughs> The thing that was 120% fucking true that I had to look forward to every single time I boarded the plane and like the third or fourth boarding group was I would walk by Greg and Tim and audibly out loud, Greg would say, don't even look at him. Don't look at him. He's not one of us. As I walked by, you fucker. That is true. That is true. <laughs> it's just like you the whole like plane. The secret, whole plane. Right? He would say that. We did this publicly. We tried to get you. It's a very a snow bike, Mike. It's a good full circle of like we when we were getting the Virgin America credit cards, which are not the Chase Sapphire cards, which are different things. Show some fucking respect. When we we're getting the Virgin America cards and getting that status. When we were buying the stock and getting that status. When we were making all these moves, we were telling you to do it. You're like, Nah, I'm good. I don't want to do it i don't want to do it and so then you know you didn't want to respond to the carrot you get the whip and that was it i had to publicly shame you and it made you a better person you're better on united aren't you you know what i mean like you're better for it and And i think honestly the real person who should be thanking their lucky stars is d because i made you a better traveler for her and like keep in mind how bad of a traveler you were your wife would leave you often on trips without you now at least she brings you along because you're not such a dirtbag say thank you that is very true that is very say thank you Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, because I'm, I'm Premier Silver on United yeah. for the first time ever. Really? I got up yeah. there to Premier Silver. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. And this most recent trip that I had this past weekend to Austin, Texas, I went for a wedding. Um, my first flight ever with, I've had clear for years, right? For like sure. maybe a year and a half now. Or no, definitely before the pandemic, because I use clear on flights during the pandemic and all that shit. 
Uh, I've had clear, but this is my first time with TSA pre and clear. Welcome. Holy Welcome, Andy. Fuck. Right. What have I been missing out on? Yep. First off, getting pre was kind of a, a, it was my fault. I didn't have two forms of ID. I took a, you know, I don't know, $62 Uber to the place. Uh, I didn't have my ID, so I had to $62 Uber back. And I had to like well, $48 Uber stop. back. A little. What's full going stop. on? Yep. Don't you own a car? Ah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. SF mm. weather and it's yeah, really foggy. Uh, it's difficult. That's insane. That's the craziest thing. Plus, parking at the airport, you never know if they're going to let you park there. No, I had to, it was somewhere else. I <laughs> you to never to. know. It's impossible to, to know. I had to park somewhere else to go get the TSA pre thing. Um, but, Did you uh, worry that the parking was going to cost $140 and that the Ubers would be more cost effective? What if, a, oh, Greg, what if I'm on the highway and a plane has to emergency land in the highway? You're still in the Uber that's on the what highway then? and the plane has to land on top of the Uber. Not my car. You want your life in your own hands at that point? I want my hands on the wheel. Quarterbacks want the ball. Not my car, not my problem. So anyway, um, first time doing pre and clear, and it was I was I was pre in all over the place. Mm -hmm. It was so unbelievably fast. I got out of my Uber and I was through all the bullshit in about maybe eight minutes. It was miraculous, dude. Especially seeing how long the line was that afternoon. Uh, at SF, at SFO, and the same for Austin Bergstrom. The same deal. It was packed as fuck because the Longhorns had just played that weekend, so everybody was flying out Sunday after the football game, and it was ridiculous in that airport. And I was through there in about the same time, eight to ten minutes. Amazing experience. I highly so recommend need, it. You need pre and clear. Is what pre gets you through pre. pre or clear gets you through. You skip past on. everybody standing in line. Um, all the people waiting in line, you you pass all of them, and then pre gets you to the spot where you don't have to take your shoes off, and you mm-hmm. don't have to take your laptop out, and you don't. Have to, it's just yeah. still got to show your hands. It's yeah, you still got it's hands, just luggage, hands. luggage, and the thing on the thing, and the fucking goes through. So that's what that's pre, and that yeah, was I'm, I'm I'm yeah, I amazing. have pre, but I I think Tim's been Tim's been telling me to get clear for a while too, and I was just I just haven't done it because we haven't traveled a lot in the last few years. Clear's now pretty that I'm great. getting back into there, I'm thinking, like, what are all the advantages? Because I'd you say what. Clear's more, more. I would recommend Clear over Pre. Well, no, what? but I'll tell you about Pre. Pre gets you global entry as well. And global entry, oh, when, I didn't you, even when you're traveling international, is fucking awesome. Because when you get off a nine hour flight uh, back home and you're like, oh, I'm so fucking tired, and you just walk up like through the cool kid line. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You're right about that. Yeah, I would recommend clear over pre only because it's way more expensive, though. So maybe not. But, uh, you know, you pay get what you pay for. That passes you the whole line. I don't mind taking off my shoes and taking my laptop out of the bag if I could pass by everybody. You know what I mean? But I still have to wait through a long ass line and then suddenly I I don't have to take off my shoes. I feel like that's a lesser experience for me. Well, but not everywhere has clear. Yeah, not everywhere has pre. No, I think everywhere has pre. Most, anyway, most always made that up, Kevin. I've definitely been to airports where the pre lines closed. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're not doing it. And they give oh, you, like, you just a make laminated a stink, piece Greg. of paper. And they're like, you yeah, we'll show you this know, to yeah. the guy. And he won't yeah. do this. Or yeah. even worse, Kevin, you could be like me and have clear and show up to SFO with a flight that was too early. So clear wasn't even open. Yeah. Oh, that I've was that real too. bad, dude. It was yeah. like, I had like a 5.30 or 6 in the morning flight that I had to book hella early. And... I was there super early, and Clear was like, "Well, we're in, you know, it's, we're not open for another four hours or some shit." What's going you're, on? Nick? You're okay being that guy with Clear? Oh, 
Yeah. Because oh. you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, you know, I mean, they're the guy that you look We're at and you guys, go, oh, fuck this guy. But when you're that guy, you're that, you're that guy. guy. And Live it's, that life. It's fuck y'all. I'm getting through this super quick. Nick, I'm you good. know you want to be that guy. I do. I just hear the thing. I want to be that guy. But, you know, okay. And funny you mentioned that. I want to be that guy that's standing next to that guy. I want Tim to take the heat while we're being pulled <laughs> up. Such a while, while we're walking up. And I'll I want it. to be the guy that goes like this. Sorry, I don't Sorry. know why we're, I don't know why we're doing it. <laughs> uh, Nick, just, Nick loves being that. Nick, you love being that guy. That like, guys. sorry, I, you know, I don't want to be doing this. This is a this is my oh friend. The guy that makes this. the situation that's not a situation a situation. That's what <laughs> was so great about those early RTX flights was that Greg was booking all of our tickets, so mm -hmm. we had pre yeah. because he had pre. So cool and. And then when that didn't happen, it was a different world for me. I was so sad after that. Oh, you that. got a pre. You got a pre all over Yeah, you got a pre all together. All the boys pre together. I want to tell a story about. Um, to all the boys we preed before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, want to, I want to tell a quick story from my vacation with Dee. We were. That you're welcome we, that she took you on. She, I, yeah, I'm always grateful that she lets me hang out with her anywhere. Thank you, Greg. Uh, she's because in the of, yeah, right because now, of my like, edification. Yeah, yes. I have to text her and see if it's cool I come out of the room. Um, we were standing in line, right? We're doing that thing where, like, we're I don't have status on United anymore, so we're boarding group three, which is just a freaking nightmare. Whenever you mm. want to get anything mm. in the overhead bins, it's the worst. It was just a nightmare, right? Like to the point where we ended up actually springing on the way back. We were like, we'll just pay the twenty five bucks and get a better boarding group because we got. I I can't deal with the fact that my little bag has to be sandwiched underneath my seat uh for six hours. It's just annoying to not have that 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 extra foot room, right? So we're standing there and we're we're doing we're playing that that game, that most dangerous game where we're like, when do the two stop? So that we can Oof. sneak it so we yep. can be the, yep, yep, the yep. first people. Kind of be right? that little wave where there's enough space start, between the two. Start where, the wave, right? Where the flight attendant's gonna be like in group three, and then you're already and, there. And you're already, you're already right. in motion to get there. But Don't of course it gives right. me anxiety because I've seen people turned away before, right? Of if course, you go no, there, like, oh, sir, no. we're not boarding this group. Oh, Kevin, I'll get you. No, no, hold on a second. Like, cause like I bring this story up every time. Cause when you're moving or when you're flying with a bunch of large packages, like I often have to, like camera bags, and you're group three or four, sometimes you gotta be the worst kind of guy that just sneaks in. They're like falling group two and they're slowing no. down, and you're like, all right, I can just sneak in. No one's gonna say anything. Right. Right. And I've been that guy many times. And what does fucking Nick Scarpino do every time? Because he always, <laughs> for whatever reason, he's like, I'm gonna go with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna go with you. Let's go, let's go. As we get in cool. line, be cool. it's like buying he drugs. Tells, he tells everyone yeah. around, we're not, we're not part of this we're group. Not we're not we supposed to be here. He has drugs. He's buying <laughs> drugs. It's yeah. like, those aren't even true. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. I welcome to being married to a Canadian. This is the exact same situation. Mm. Anytime I'm like, oh, we're going to do something, Jen immediately wants to jump on the grenade. I'm like, you got to stop. And she's gotten much better about it because I've, you know, so, worn her out. So we're traveling. I think we're in, uh, I think we're in Newark Airport, which is uh, New Jersey. Is a hell on earth, by the way. The, one of the worst airports I've ever been to in my entire life. Not one single solitary fast food restaurant in that place. And yes. let me tell you, you might think, oh, that's great. You're giving a lot of uh, space to these local restaurants that are very, very good. Yes. It took 55 minutes to get a hamburger. And when your layover was only an hour, that's difficult. That's bad. That's um, bad. That's, that's energy and anxiety you don't want in your life right Horrible, there. right? And horrible. And I should have known because when we went up to this burger place, there were already people that were hot. We're like, dude, like so many people were complaining, like, we've been waiting for a hamburger so long, we got a fucking flight. And people back there couldn't give a shit. Yeah, we still ordered there and it, it it was terrible. But as we're getting on the boarding group, I'm like, I I can't deal with not having my fucking bag put on, on top. I like my bag to be right on top. I want my bag, I get something, I like it right there, right? Yep. 
So we're sitting there, and I lock eyes with this lady who's looking at us, and I'm looking at her. And she casually walks over and goes, are you guys doing the thing where you're about to, like, like, are you group three, and you're about to sneak in at the tail end of group two? And me and Dee look at each other. I'm like, I don't know if we should trust this lady or not. She looks trustworthy, but, she, you know, I don't know. So I wee say, wee I'll take a, I, no, I say, I'll take a risk. I'll take a risk. You know what? Yeah, we are. She goes, cool. I'm going to do the same thing. And then I go, don't you get anxiety that they're going to tell you you got to get to the back of the line or they're not doing, like, not outboarding? She goes, no. Because every time that happens, and it does happen, you're not wrong. But every time it happens, I go, oops, I don't know. It's different everywhere. That is my response to everything. And I was like, huh. And she, I was like, please stand in front of us. I want to see this happen. For the, I was like, this is cool. She's my Tim. She'll be the, the, the tip of the spear and I'll be the handler. She said, I'm with her. I don't know. <laughs> we go in and we are the butt. And, we're at the end of two. We have done this perfectly. And as we're walking in, no announcements made. I'm starting to get nervous. My heart's starting to beat. Because usually it's like they, they know when the last boarding group two is. So they say boarding group three and we're right in there. Right? My, heart, my heart's starting to beat real fucking hard. Real hard, right? <laughs> She hands. She looks back at. She, she hands this lady her ticket. Never felt this alive. The lady looks at it for a second and goes, "You're boarding group three. And then the other lady, the, the, our new friend, stares at her and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's different everywhere you go." And then looks back at me and winks. And the person with the ticket goes, "All right," and scans it and lets her go. And we just were like, "Oh, okay." We followed. It was an incredible experience. Incredible experience. God damn it, amazing! I'm glad you found a Tim, a random Tim in Newark, New Jersey. (laughs) Always looking for a Tim now for the rest. The wink is great. That that is fantastic. She literally winked at me. It was fucking. Um, one one last thing, I wanted to talk about my flight home, which was an absolute nightmare. Um, not only was it delayed almost three hours. Several delays. A lot of those. Kevin said he was trying to fly back into SF2 and he was having a lot of delays. So it just seemed like mm. something was fucked up with the SF. It was airport. raining. It was raining. That's oh, literally okay. what it was. No yeah. way to be ready for that. Yeah. Can't be ready for that. Uh, so, yeah, my flight was at 4 p.m. in Austin. And then suddenly it was 4.45 and then it was 5.40 and then it was 6 something. Like, oh, it sucked. It sucked real bad. Um, and on the flight back, I had the goddamn triple threat surrounding me mm. yelling baby mm. behind me. Oh, like not like crying, like, ah! like that, ah! like that fucking like <laughs> register and frequency of yells. Sure. Awful. That shit does not get blocked out by noise canceling headphones. Um, two seats over. A lot of coffin. A lot of coughing. Mm. Like, oh, you love that. That's your favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> like cover. Like is Bro and, wearing a mask? No, she is no, not wearing not. a mask. No, uh, come on. She is not wearing terrible. a mask. Absolutely not. It's terrible. Lady to the left of me. Oh my god. Me, arguably worse than everybody else on the plane. Let me leave the light on because I have to read. Mm. No, I hate the that whole... shit. Tim, the whole time, even when she wasn't reading, she had her tray table down with the light on with food that she had already eaten with the screen in front of her. And the light is on the whole time. The only person on the whole fucking plane. And also, I think the row in front of me, the people that were uh, opposite of each other were playing like a trivia game together. And they were like, Mm, no, no, no. So I'm from the 1800s and I went to blah, blah. 
and they're talking so loud, and the press is like, uh, I don't know, Napoleon. Like, no, you didn't. Like, oh, dude, it was un it was the craziest flight. It was one of those that it reminded me of being at the movie theater when I went to go watch Spider-Man, and everybody was like, no, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> and I thought, like, hidden cameras were on me. It was an awful fucking flight. But, yeah, arguably worse than the open mouth coffer hands all over the place and the baby yelling at the shrieking at the top of their lungs the lady beside me with the light on the whole time and said get a fucking e-reader you little freak get that physical book out of my face and read a goddamn electrical screen how many trees freak. had to die for this how many trees had to die you fucking freak it's disgusting dude. oh i want to so awful i want to give a shout out to the flight attendant on the last flight that i took though uh because i'm sitting there right it was an earlier morning flight and uh as we take off this fucking beam of light from the sun Beer. right through homie diagonal to me's window right in the fucking eye right? doesn't like, bow oh, they're closing this, I'm like this horrible horrible like so, so and i'm saying that you know passive aggressive statements like it's so bright it's so bright in here it's so bright right? <laughs> God, so, you know just try to get his attention and just you know instead of just saying sir can you put that one yeah and the flight attendant comes up to ask us if we'd like anything to drink. And I'm, I'm doing one of these. And she goes, oh, hold on one sec. And doesn't even ask the guy. Shut she your reaches over and lowers it down and kind of looks at I love for that. a second. Good. And he Assertive. kind of looks back at her and she was like, like, pay the fuck attention and came back. And, and then oh. we got the drink. And I was like, that was the coolest thing Assertive. ever. My, my passive aggressiveness worked out. And I, I wish. Found, again, I found a Tim. That was perfect. Actually, I think that one might have been a Greg. Nick, I remember that time you told someone to stop chewing ice in a movie theater, Greg? It's not at all what happened. It's not at all what happened. It was Doctor Strange opening night, dude, just checking Twitter throughout the entire opening. And then, yeah, but you should have talked to him. You just went straight to yelling, and it scared everyone. I love it. No, we're not doing this again. Everybody, if you, somebody in the comments put, here's the podcast where Greg yells about getting yelled at or yelling at somebody, whatever. It's in there. It already exists. There is an unwritten social contract. No, I don't need to be, excuse me, sir. We're five minutes into the film we all paid to watch and are very excited for an opening night. Could you please get off of Twitter where you're scrolling Twitter? No, that's the way. I don't, I don't need to fucking say that. You absolutely do. Doing. Just to be clear, you absolutely right. need to say that to someone. You, you can't you just need yell to in a silent fucking theater and scare everyone, including your friends. What do you need Kevin, to do? I was more excited the, than Get scared. the Twitter account. I was also excited. Oh, we're about to get in a fight. You gotta get so the Twitter kind of tweet at him and say, "Sir, stop looking at your phone. Like we're trying to watch a movie." And he sees that, "Oh shit, a guy oh. with a million followers is tweeting at me right now. This is absolutely insane." So cool. Kevin's mixing stories up. I'm not gonna name names, but the story he's thinking of is a similar thing where someone was looking at their phone, and the person we were with, who was not Greg, took a piece of an ice cube from their drink <laughs> and fucking launched it at no, the back of no. their head. That's that's a different story, and that is even more aggressive, but Greg did in fact. Sean Finnegan, right? <laughs> yeah, Sean Finnegan. Uh, I, I, I was trying to protect me. I, I wish Nick I wish Nick Stewardess was as aggressive as mine because uh some stewardesses, some air airline attendants, they don't, I don't think that yeah. They aren't aggressive enough in telling people to decline their seat, recline, put their seat in the straightforward upright position, whatever. A lot of people, you know, they lay back and they take, they fall asleep on the flight. Mm -hmm. But when you get about 30 minutes close to landing, you got to, all right, sir, can you move your seat back up, sir? Sir, can you move your seat back up? And yeah. that happens all over the flight. Dude in front of me was apparently never told or maybe just didn't listen. 
um, which is awful when you are trying to put shit back into your backpack. Because, <laughs> like, I, I'm just, like, trying yeah, to... Yeah, like, <laughs> face pressed up at, like, a 45-degree angle. Absolute like... nightmare. And also, you know, as we all know, I, I take off my shoes during the flight. Yeah, um, the weird disgusting. one. Not my socks. It's good for you. I, I, well, I you got to keep the I don't have smelly on. feet. I don't have smelly feet. Uh, I don't have smelly feet. I'll I don't know if it's smelly as much as your socks are picking up all the shit you walk through and everybody else's walk. Somebody pissed and shit in there and fucking vomited and probably came no in that one, airport no laboratory. No <laughs> then you, somebody Christ. stomps out and they put it there and they scrub their little feet on it and you're like, well, let oh, me get God. my toes in there too. And this fucking toe. argument again. Everybody, everybody on this call what? has dealt with people that know dogs <laughs> and their dog is licking their asshole and then laying in their bed and my shit. Face. Lick my like, face. Come on. I like when the dog does licks the face, gives you kisses. We call it. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the kind of funny podcast each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather on these microphones, each coming to talk to each other about whatever it is they want to talk about. If you want to talk to us, go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can write in with your own topics. You could be watching live like Melissa, Mike, and Nick are. And of course, you can get it with the post show we're about to record where we're going to talk about how either dumb Andy is or dumb the PlayStation Network is. Oh, uh, and go. then we're gonna have the breakdown from one Fran Mirabella who went through and found his favorite comments and responses to it. Uh, however, if you have no bucks tossed our way on patreon.com slash kind of funny, no big deal. Of course, support kind of funny over on the Epic Game Store with the creator code kind of funny, whether you're on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation or Nintendo, wherever you put in the creator code, even for free games, it helps us out. So please do it. Then, of course, you can get the show for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Each and every week. Of course, you want to get the post show. You have to listen to the ads. You couldn't write in. You want to get it early. Yada, yada, yada. You know that. But you get it for free and have a good time. No matter where you get the show, please consider like, subscribe, share, and rating it. Uh, it really helps us out on finding new people to indoctrinate with Nick's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Until next time, we got a post show to do. It's been our pleasure to serve you.